Hello and welcome to Understand. This is a podcast about COVID-19. Do you know how to handle with the virus SARS-CoV-2? And do you know how we can change your life? So let's talk about it. I'm Victor Moutinho. I'm working in communication and living in Macau, China. In these last weeks, I'm talking with some people and some experts about the way they are controlling the pandemic situation. This episode of Understand takes us to a journey in Hong Kong, China. This special region had in the last weeks a severe problem with COVID-19. People were banned to go outside, to dinner, to go out to bars and even to sit in public spaces. More than two persons are not allowed in restaurants. Roberto Della Monica is a businessman connected to the fashion world. Used to travel to contact with customers and factories, he stopped to go around and now works from home. This is a one-to-one -one talk about living during the pandemic in one of the busiest cities of the world, Hong Kong. For the talk today of this Understand podcast, I invited Roberto Della Monica, a vero, truly Italiano living in Hong Kong. He is a businessman running his own business around the city and uh, all China. I think uh, some, some parts he, he buys his own products in China. Roberto, how are you living with this pandemic situation? Ciao, Vitor. Thanks for the call. It's very good to catch up with you. So, how are we living this situation? We're living... Uh, Uh, well, overall, uh, let's say I can personally complain, me and my wife together, we can complain. Um, we're going through uh, the third wave here in Hong Kong. From tomorrow, there will be a new law, uh, that uh, new restriction for uh, the business, uh, um, particularly for like food and beverage industry. They will uh, make very strong regulation. You are too. You But, are a couple. You can go together only. <laughs> To the to outside. Exactly. The only the two of us can go outside and have a, a glass of wine. Absolutely. Only two people. So let's see how uh, people will uh, react and handle uh, this uh, new wave and that hopefully will uh, end soon. Um, business wise, uh, uh, I work for an Italian company with uh, a branch here in Hong Kong and um, we've been adopting the different type of. Uh, Uh, method to try to face this situation, uh, like splitting the company in two different teams, team A and team B, that will never work together for a certain period of time, in order to make sure that if one of the person of one team might get infected or might be in contact with, uh, uh, let's say, first degree person of the family infected, so we can uh, 
remove this uh, team temporarily from the office and the other team can uh, keep continue running the business. So this one just to prevent everything to collapse. Business nowadays is tough as everywhere in the world. Um, the industry I work in uh, with these companies, uh, the fashion, the style industries, everything is very slow. Uh, numbers are very uncertain. So it's closing monitoring daily um, the clients and, uh, and what's going on. Before I remember sure. that you are traveling to see the products in the factories in China, choosing the materials, coming back to Hong Kong, send the delivers to Italy, and now you cannot travel. And now cannot travel. So now cannot travel. Now also most of the time cannot do meeting face to face with the clients uh, because they're putting the restriction as well. So we just adapt, learn uh, and uh, apply different working method. Um, of course, everything is a little bit slower, but uh, we try to push through and uh, make the business happening because that is very important. But you, now you cannot feel the materials. You cannot not touch it. Uh, I can, it's very important that part of my job, we need to touch the fabrics, touch the accessories, touch the material. Um, We do it with few days of delays, but um, let's say it's not uh, the best for what was the business before. You know, this. Uh, but you receive the materials at your home. They they send you by mail. Uh, always package delivery daily. We have from uh, uh, the sourcing places like mainland China, Southeast Asia, and then uh, they go through our office. We send around the world to our clients. So. Instead of going directly to your clients, show the samples, making them enjoy the sample, explaining them personally why they should choose uh, your quality, your product. Uh, you need to explain them through a video call, through an email, tell them that the package is on the way. Hopefully it's not delayed. So but you it's can, adapting. But, but you cannot feel the reaction. You cannot feel that uh, uh, personal contact to see if he's happy, if he's unhappy, if you can close the business or no. Exactly. That is a very tough part of the job. And, uh, you know, also being Italian, we're very passionate about what we do, especially in fashion and textile. So we like to sit with the client, explaining them what's behind the research, the story, the design of a product. Uh, and we just need to squeeze everything in three rows of an email and a little sample, maybe. So let's say, let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah, hopefully this will end and we go back to what we used to do before. Let's go back to February. Do you imagine in that time that this could happen? Uh, no, absolutely. I go back to end of January when I was in Italy that time. It was uh, Chinese New Year, was late January this year. So with my wife, holiday, first time I do the holiday in, uh, in Christmas time and Chinese New Year with uh, seeing my parents. So very excited about that. And there is the outbreak in Hong Kong end of January. It was the first time for me to have... Uh, very particular and strange thoughts about uh, boarding the airplane and flying back to Hong Kong uh, because at that time it was just China and here in Hong Kong and maybe South Korea was uh, the country mainly affected by the, the virus and, uh, and you have uh, all the relatives, the family, the parents so asking you, are you sure what you're doing? Going back, it's not maybe time to consider to postpone your trip back to Hong Kong uh, or maybe consider to stay here for a bit more. 
but then uh, work was uh, was calling me and my wife uh, we have to be back because uh, Chinese New Year holiday were done and business uh, was supposed to be as usual as uh, before uh, the, the virus so we came back strange situation uh, there was no lockdown like it happened in Europe and uh, we start uh, dealing what was uh, what what people call the new normal right so you go around with the mask you have to clean your hands all the time um, you don't show up at the door of uh, your clients you just need to make sure that uh, they can welcome you uh, they don't have any re- new regulation so when when you were yeah. in Italy in that period do you discuss with your parents uh, about the any kind of prevention trying to imagine that the virus will reach the Europe uh, honestly no at the time I remember uh, looking for a face mask and hand sanitizer in Italy. Not very easy to find because uh, here you can go in a 7-Eleven, any shop, any day of the year you can buy a face mask, right? Here people are used to uh, protect themselves or use this protection for the other people when they just have maybe a cold running nose. So um, we say, let's buy mask. It's the basic we can do. Uh, And mask actually was, uh, the, the shop were already running out of mask because the supplies were coming from China because the masks were made in China, but there was already the break in China. So there was not shipping to Italy. And uh, so there was already something strange going on in this uh, market for uh, this kind of product. But uh, we collect all the masks uh, we, we found, we took with us uh, in Hong Kong without thinking, oh, should I leave something here in Europe for my friends and family? We didn't think about that because we never thought that this will outbreak in Europe as well that fast. But if you are living in Hong Kong as me, I'm living in Macau, you know already that the people and the Chinese people, Asiatic people, when they have a flu, a flu they use masks. And when they start to hear about this epidemic in that time, they start wearing a mask. And uh, for you to see what happened in Italy, uh, even with the red flags, red flags sending from Hong Kong to there to Italy, nobody care about you. No, <laughs> not the time. I remember also boarding the plane from Milan coming to Hong Kong and probably being the only one wearing a mask. Actually, sorry, it was not the flight to Milan. Was uh, I was flying to? through Germany and Milan Germany flight uh, most of the people were Italian German European I was the only one wearing a mask I remember this uh, that's, that's a crazy it. guy that's a crazy guy going over there with a mask yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and, and you feel like okay everybody's looking at me they hear about the news of COVID going on and uh, they might think I'm going somewhere to Asia they might be suspicious but definitely people give you a strange look at the time Um, but then arrive in Germany, in Frankfurt, go to the gate for the flight, Frankfurt, Hong Kong. Most of people, uh, um, probably from Hong Kong, mainland China, every single person was wearing a mask. So totally different approach. Um, what we used to say at that time, that the people here in Hong Kong, they went through the SARS in 2003. Um, maybe they learned the lesson on their skin. And uh, maybe from that moment, they start to be more conscious about this, to prevent, think in advance about these kind of problems. 
thing that definitely in Europe uh, never happened. You are an Italian living in Hong Kong. How you can explain what happened in Italy? It's uh, it's tough because also for me, even though I've been here 11 years in Hong Kong, uh, this month since I came back in uh, end of January, it's been a learning process also for me. Um, At the beginning, yes, you decide maybe to wear a mask because uh, um, people will tell you, yes, it might help you to prevent the virus, but not 100%, um, it's not that necessary, but then everyone is wearing it. So, and, uh, you s and then you think maybe that is the right thing to do. So after a few weeks, change your mind. Yes, wearing a mask is the right thing to do. It's polite because uh, in case you're not sure, it's better to wear it. And then in the end, numbers uh, and statistics uh, were right about wearing a mask because here until uh, three weeks ago uh, the number of cases was really really little um, maybe it's not thanks to the mask but I can tell that in my experience part of it probably yes uh, I'm a Latin guy you are a Latin guy and uh, the thought in the Latin countries is oh, okay uh, we, it will happen to the others not to me Exactly. It will happen to the others and not to me, but then when you are touch close and then you get maybe even a friend of a friend, someone that you see every day and uh, they are affected by, in this case, this virus or something like this, uh, then maybe your approach will change. I have, unfortunately, a case of uh, a colleague here in Hong Kong. She has a... Uh, their parents in Italy both affected by the coronavirus and she was stuck here she couldn't travel and um, she was desperate because uh, there was nothing she could do at that moment so I'm trying to send a message to to my friend uh, and uh, to my family uh, to be more careful because uh, as you say both of us our parents our countries are Latinos, right? We have a, maybe a more easy approach to these kind of things. So, but maybe this is not the case. We need to be that easy. We need to be more careful. Uh, you are living in Hong Kong in a very populated area, uh, nearby central area, Causeway Bay, North Point, that in this third wave are some epicenters. How is it living now in Hong Kong? Do you have any kind of precautions when you go out? We definitely tend to go out less as possible. When it's not needed, we, there is no need to go out. We've been uh, um, switching to do, for example, groceries, more with deliveries uh, instead of going to the supermarket because they are crowded 24-7. Um, activities, instead of going to the gym, the studio, the yoga studio, uh, try to maybe stay outside where you can have the same number of people, maybe in a wider area, not inside, in the same space, uh, in the same space for uh, one hour or two. Um, and honestly, using less as possible also public transportation because are very crowded. So I like to drive around with my scooter when it's possible. The weather is amazing these days. It's not raining as usual in the summer. So I try to take advantage of having my uh, personal transportation and use that. But you have a f but uh, but but you are uh, have you afraid of getting out? 
Um, yes and no, because I see I still going when it's possible. I can have a meeting with the client. Of course, I take all my precautions. I still try to push for having a, a meeting. Um, of course, you go, you wear your mask, you clean your hands, you stay at distance. You don't have meeting with more than three, four people. Um, so it's in between. Um, at the question, am I scared to get the virus? Yes. But uh, at the same time, I'm not confining myself to stay home because this one can last very long. It's already going on for over five months and who knows when there will be a solution and an end to this. Uh, there are some people that saying that these virus are cutting your liberty, your uh, your liberty of uh, walking, of expression, of uh, doing whatever you want. Do you feel that in Hong Kong? Do you feel that uh, because of the virus, are you confined to your home against your will? No, I don't have this uh, perception, honestly. Absolutely. Now they're just, for example, the law that uh, will uh, go in place tomorrow. It's to have maximum two people gathering together, no more than two. And uh, but I don't see that uh, as a limitation uh, uh, of a way to communicate, express yourself. Uh, uh, it's not touching your freedom. But I but but you know, uh, but you know, Roberto, in in Italy, in Spain, in France, Germany, uh, even in Portugal. They discussing that the when the government are taking some measures to prevent the virus, they put people at home and they are complaining because you are cutting my rights. I think it's in the human nature to complain, especially in the Italian human <laughs> nature. Someone has to take a decision here. Uh, most of the countries never went through this kind of things in the last century, so uh, or even before. So. Uh, Even people uh, working in the government uh, that uh, are in charge to decide what to do, uh, definitely it's a very strong, tough decision what they have to take. So instead of complaining, I would prefer to invest my time and be something more con constructive, something that will make my life and uh, my, my friend's life probably better. So complain is not the way to go in this time. You just need to go ahead and uh, in the safest way possible. Um, you are also uh, sports uh, uh, addicted. Uh, and uh, running, uh, I, don't know, I don't talk about diving, but uh, running, cycling are also dangerous. Do you feel that uh, also sports can be in danger for the future? Definitely some of them, yes. What I'm seeing these days, uh, I like to train and uh, going to the park, uh, but uh, since they closed the gym, the yoga studios, everybody's moving to the park now. And now parks are overcrowded. So, um, and when you're doing sport, uh, you do maybe some type of sport, you need to stay contact with people or very close, uh, you're sweating, you're coughing, you're breathing very heavily. So it's... Um, It's quite particular the approach to sport. You um, you feel more free. I, I feel that I need to be more careful. Yeah, 
For example, now the activities I'm doing is with a group of people. We usually are between 10 and 20 people. We divide in group according to the laws that were was uh, until today four people from tomorrow two. So we try to spread as much as possible. But then you train uh, in two people, right? And um, in order to comply with the new law, we also try to do classes on Zoom, like we're doing our uh, our call. So it's not the best. It's hopefully temporary, but uh, it's the way to do. So as as I say, I don't like to complain in this situation. There are just too many things going on. So let's just get along, do the best choice and uh, try to stay safe. Do you have already any plan B if the situation still goes on the next month? So I consider myself um, as an expat living, in this case in Hong Kong, to already have a sort of plan B because um, home is Italy. Um, there is always a family. I'm lucky to have a family welcoming back <laughs> in case something goes wrong. So a plan B, yes, there is. And it's uh, I've seen like people here uh, saying, yeah, I'm from Hong Kong. If something goes wrong here, I don't have a plan B. It's uh, it's challenging. So me and my wife, uh, we honestly didn't think that deep in a plan B. Uh, we, we've been living more day to day with what's going on. We've been uh, trying to plan trip back to Italy, visiting families. Uh, but uh, with what's going on, this third wave, uh, we give up this year. So it's not reasonable to go back, expose ourselves, expose our people to potential uh, Virus, yeah, so. that's why what I'm going to tell you is, is is because you you don't know what can happen during your travel to to Italy, exactly. and maybe you can put it in danger your family when you arrive. Italy. Exactly, that is not what you want to do. So it's just a matter of uh, be patient, uh, wait, get along. You will uh, hug your parents uh, one or two less time in one year. You will have ten more calls uh, per. Uh, per week uh, video calls with them and uh, hopefully it's just temporary and uh, let's hope for a fresh 2021 new year maybe something uh, do you feel more safe in Hong Kong or if you were in Italy I've been feeling very much safe here in Hong Kong indeed yeah uh, Italy unfortunately was uh, the first country with uh, a very strong outbreak uh, number We're getting out of hands, uh, the cases. Uh, um, still going through a tough situation in Italy at this moment. Uh, definitely is not like March and April, but uh, here in Hong Kong, luckily uh, the situation has always been, uh, been okay. So uh, I've been feeling very safe here. One of the good things that uh, uh, these virus bring to the environment was no pollution, less traffic, more time with the family. Less pollution, it's amazing. Have you seen the stars in, from Macau, finally? Yes, already. <laughs> the first time in 11 years I can see uh, blue sky during the day and counting more than three stars <laughs> in the sky. So that one, it's... Uh, It's definitely a lesson that Mother Nature is teaching us because uh, the way we, we've been treating the world in the past decade, in the past uh, uh, in the past years, it's it's terrible. 
and uh, we we have to learn a lesson from what's going on now absolutely every day i'm uh, working either from the office or from home i'm lucky enough to have a, a nice view with for the sunset i never see sunset this nice in hong kong the clear sky and you also see with uh, the hair you breathe it's uh, way way better here we are always been exposed uh, to to the wind blowing uh, all the pollution from the south uh, southeast uh, area of mainland china all the big industrial area of guangdong and maybe also other area from the mainland china and uh, the pollution was coming from the air from the water uh, it's way way better so do you hopefully do 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 you, do you think that for example for the recovery of the environment in hong kong recover of the uh, the basic resource of nature it was a good time forests are more green the sea is more clear and blue and also the sky indeed it was about time and people are realizing it also people that maybe don't care too much about environment unfortunately there are Uh, maybe they are uh, noticing this uh, this point and uh, it's just better for everyone for the future for uh, the next generation for the environment uh, uh, for uh, for our world because we are messing up big time with our world these days so and more time for the family parents you maybe you talk more time in these two months by Skype for media to Italy to talk with your parents to your friends even with me we use the regular uh, social networks to, to talk or to chat but even with your wife you told me before you have more time with her yes because uh, our job it's uh, based on traveling quite a lot especially her job and uh, since we can't travel anymore we finally spend time together so uh, we try to get the best out of this situation uh, so to live day by day uh, in the best way and uh, it's been positive from that point of view yeah. you discover hong kong discover hong kong discover what does it mean living with my wife for the first time <laughs> so i love it it's very very good don't put your socks in the middle of the living room Please wash your dishes. Take off. <laughs> put your things in place. Take. Don't let, let me let me sleep until late. That kind of stuff, no. Which are the nice stuff? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Roberto, thank you very much for this small chat about the COVID 19 and living in Hong Kong, being an Italian, and uh, I hope uh, to contact you personally very soon and quickly even we we are uh, 60 minutes both distance one each other uh, we cannot travel exactly i looking forward to see you personally give you a big hug and then we can uh, enjoy some time together take take care for the moment then. we need to start to see the world with respect from other perspective and change our habits maybe this is a huge challenge to us 
but we need to protect our life and the life of our family. Don't forget to protect against infection. Protect yourself. Clean your hands regularly. Wash your hands with soap and water and dry them. Use alcohol-based hand rub if you don't have immediate access to soap and water. Maintain at least one meter distance between yourself and others. Why? When someone coughs, sneezes or speaks, they spray small liquid droplets from their nose or mouth which may contain the virus. If you are too close, you can breathe in the droplets including the COVID-19 virus if the person has the disease. And avoid to go to crowded places. Where people come together in crowds, you are more likely to come into contact with someone that has COVID-19 and it's more difficult to maintain a physical distance of one meter. This episode of Understand ends here. If you liked this podcast, please click subscribe on that button that says follow. I'm Victor Moutinho and I will be back soon for a new conversation.